guys. Here we go. This call Hello? is being recorded. Hello. Is this Dr. Moepo? Yes, it is. And Larry Moepo? Yes, it is. <laughs> Welcome to Bullet and Flight Radio. Bullet and Flight Talk. I have already done your intro, so the audience has already heard a little bit about your company and what you do. So um, thank you for taking time to talk to us and the radio audience that's uh, listening from around the world. Thank you. My my pleasure. So how did you guys first get into this kind of business, this business industry? Well, it started really back in um, 09. I was I had just gotten laid off from my job, and mm. which I was kind of happy about because <laughs> we were dealing at at that point in time when our son was having seizures, and um, mm. I wanted to be home with him because with seizures is just unpredictable. So. I wanted to start an after-school, or, or not an after-school program, but a tutoring program, just a one-on-one thing. So Think Big started out just doing uh, one-on-one tutoring with kids. Okay. All and right. And then later on. You... Go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, then later involved into um, what we what we do now. What you're doing now. Which is so awesome because, as we know, the kids are so badly neglected within the realm of education and schooling, yes. especially black and brown children get, of course, the mm-hmm. short end of the stick. So, as you all know, if you have been listening to Bulletin Flight Radio, especially on Thursdays, Thursdays early morning, uh, late morning or early afternoon, you hear Think Big educational podcast that has been playing on Bullet and Flight Radio. So, Larry, tell us, tell us about, um, a little a little bit more about Think Big Educational Services and, and what all you guys do. Um, 2019, the end of that year, December, uh, the pandemic um, struck and that changed everything that we did. It subsequently impacted um, our jobs. And so we literally had more time on our hands. So we started to decide, hey, um, we're still offering um, these educational services. Our son is uh, already in uh, Don Trail. He's already at school doing his thing. He's about to graduate. We have another four boys. So another one's you know, preparing to go to college. So we're we're finding out all this information to have the, the boys go to college. And so we had friends that were struggling and needed help. So as we're doing this, we decided to add that that aspect of college preparation, college financing, and also helping parents navigate how to finance college, as well as come up with a plan for college. And in doing that, that allowed us to expand what we were doing and allow us to be able to reach out other people in terms of what they wanted to do in terms of college education. Plus, we started doing um, book editing, 
Uh, I have do grants for LA County. So we're adding that aspect. We're also yeah. involved with our youngest son in entertainment. So we just got really busy. So <laughs> the pandemic was uh, the pa- pandemic was opportunity opening for us. Yes, it was quite a shift, huh? So, so tell me, Doctor Moepo, do you play any instruments? Do you have any secret talents? I mean, you talked about preparing kids for college. Uh, is music a part of the courses that you guys provide? Well, for me, I don't play a musical instrument, but I've always loved singing in choirs. So that's basically like my background uh, when it comes okay. to music. I have uncles that that are, that are musicians, and um, and different things like that. My brother as well drums, and my uncle drums, and my other uncle uh, piano, and all of that. So music just, you know, ran in our family. And okay. um, but I've always loved. I don't sing solo. I always tell people I'm background only. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm strong alto. That's it. You know. Um, but yeah, I so I, I'm uh, <laughs> And Larry, Larry, I know you got some music background in you, but what, so do you have any music background? I'll, I'll ask you like I don't know. Do you have any, <laughs> any secret talent or do you um, play any instruments? Um, okay, well, you know, um, wow, this is uh, unfortunate. So I, you know, whole family plays music and, um, you know, we, um, you know, public school, they forced you to take an elective. So it was either wood shop or music, and all the girls were in music. Yeah. So I took music. <laughs> so I played in different bands. I played different instruments. So I know how to play a flute, a clarinet, tennis saxophone, trombone. Because ah. um, I figured those were all the cool instruments. And yeah. um, I also play a saxophone. And so I, you know, I, I played wow. music. And uh, I thought I was going to be a musician until I found out musicians tend to be hungry all the time. So I just <laughs> said, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> but I know how to write music. Um, I, I can read a music chart. Let's just say that. Uh, well, you know, that's still so important. And, and as we all know, within a lot of public schools, the first thing to get cut now are all of the music programs and performing arts. Yes. Program, so yeah. it's really interesting. And and any parents who's listening in, and your kids are in the LA area. Not that I'm saying that that I think Big Educational has a music program, but we're going to prophetically put that out. <laughs> that you guys will continue to expand <laughs> because the, those skills, Larry, are so important. And and. And um, Dr. Phoenicia as well. I mean, singing and, and playing instruments, and you know, those are things that, as a radio station, of course, you know, I've got to always promote those <laughs> skills. Oh, so and you're actually right because that helps with math. Like when students take yeah. music, that really, I mean, it's research out there that provides the, the evidence and backing for that. But yeah, it, it goes hand in hand with academics. Yes, yeah, it does. Also, even with getting grants too, right? Yeah, yeah. Plus, also, you know, for us, our kids um, and our families, um, they're they're into the music mm-hmm. business. They're into the music entertainment. They're taking um, um, courses 
as well as um, classes. And a lot of people don't realize there are nonprofit um, organizations that provide music training mm-hmm. and musical programs like Fernando Pullum, mm-hmm. William Grant. Um, that's how our kids got introduced into music um, wow. through those um, free nonprofit um, programs. The National Endowment of Arts, uh, LA County has the Arts and uh, Cultural Commission, and those organizations are now ramping up their 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 efforts to, to provide art funding so that people want to paint. And photography is a huge thing now. Mm-hmm. We're, we're doing photography um, with my um, with my department in LA County, so they are pumping art. Um, because it went down because of COVID and now they're trying to ramp that back up so that's one of the things that's also recovering is um, arts and culture and entertainment um, education and training good good and that's good information to know and to hear as well and you know I don't think that we get enough of this type of information in our community as well we hear a lot of the bad news but a lot of this good stuff we don't get. Mm-hmm. So it's kudos to you both for, for what you do and and um, what the business and the plan and planting the seed and starting this business during COVID especially. So tell me, where do you see yourself, this business? Where do you see uh, Think Big Educational Services growing within the next 10 years? Wants to take that. You know what we want to. I, I'll start a little bit. Um, that I could ta- definitely tag on. I see us just being on a global scale. We want to just. We're such big. We're really big on education, not just academic, but financial literacy, um, yeah. just anything where we can empower. So we want to be able to reach the masses, you know, and go beyond ourselves. So. Because uh, it's not about us. It's about sharing that knowledge and adding value to others' lives. You know, I think that's what's really enriching for us when we've helped. And we forgot to, to mention about credit counseling. We were um, yes. able to dive into that and help help our first client um, with credit count, getting her credit up to par to where now she was able to buy her first home. And her mm-hmm. testimony is just amazing. Um, wow. Um, things that she had to get healed from first in her personal life, and now she's able to move on and she bought her first property on yes. her own. So, wow. I, I, that's just the 10 year, you know, 10 year vision with that, with being big. It's just really impacting as many lives as we can. Amen. That's things. beautiful. And through science and 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 uh, math and music, those are just great tools to to break through the world. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Larry. No, and I was gonna say, um, um, my parents are from the Democratic Republic of Congo, so um, one of us in my family is supposed to go back. So we could probably do some some educational like financial education things back there. And um, my wife always loves Italian, so I might end up in Italy helping some (laughs) folks over there. (laughs) Just enjoy some of the food and helping people. Yes. 
Yes, well, that, that sounds beautiful. But, yes, we'll have satellite offices everywhere. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> all across America and overseas. That's what I'm hearing both of you all say. And, again, it is so right. important because the kids who get left out of education from reading and, and arithmetic yeah. that we're talking about and scientific programs and, and even playing instruments mm-hmm. and learning how to read music, that's a really big deal and something that we, there's a huge deficit within our community. Anyway, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You are so correct, uh, Dominic, because I work currently in the educational system and it's such a stark difference between kids on one side of town versus where I work Mm -hmm. and our kids where I work are neglected of a lot of opportunities because they want to just have them test, test, test all the time. And yes. there's no incentive, there's no art or bare minimum of art, you know, quality art to balance yes. out the academics, you know. So it's just unfortunate so how our, our our black and brown students are being, like you said, there's a deficit is there. Yes. Yes, it is. So, so tell me, what was your child like? Like, hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> our childhood. What was our childhood like? You want to go first? Yeah. I don't remember mine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was gonna say, there you go, there you go first, because this passion for education, it it don't come from nowhere. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll, I'll start. Yeah, so when I was younger, I will always, my cousin and I grew up close together when we were younger, and we would always play house or play school and all of that, and I will always be the teacher. <laughs> my cousin. <laughs> Shereen, when oh. I was young, yeah, we both grew up, you know, uh, playing. She had all, the bar- had all the big Barbie doll house, and I had a couple of Barbie dolls and stuff, but we were play house and play uh, school, and I will always be the teacher. <laughs> yeah, so you, you obviously loved education. Because back in those right. days, the last thing I was playing was, was uh, school. <laughs> right. <laughs> play school. <laughs> right, right. And, I, and for me, my mom just really sacrificed uh Going, putting me through private school, K through 12, and uh, mm. private Catholic school. And oh. then, um, so I, I just, it's just embedded in me to have that structure and systems in place and stuff like that from the, uh, from the Catholicism or the, the Catholic Church um, during yes. that time. Because those nuns play with us. Yeah, they don't <laughs> those play. Those nuns didn't play around. <laughs> I went to so private great. Lutheran school and I had nuns. And boy, boy, boy. Oh. <laughs> what about you, Larry? <laughs> Before we go in this trauma about nuns, tell us. <laughs> right, right, right. We're not going to go down that trauma lane. <laughs> good education, though. Good education. They were strict. I grew up two blocks away from USC. My sister graduated from USC at age 15. Nice. She was 15 years old when she graduated. She was um, 
second in her class. So I think that's what, summa cum laude? I don't know. One um, of them Lotties. So the whole family went, yeah, the whole family went to USC. I was the rebel. I went to Long Beach. I um okay. so I have a different take. Yeah, I have a different take on education. I mean, yes. I'm more particular with vocational education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think yeah, one of the things we try to focus on is getting kids to understand have a plan and make sure you can adjust your plan because it's one thing to say I'm going to go to school and be a doctor, and you go through the whole thing, and then you say, "Uh." I'm not sure about this. So being able to have flexibility is important. And for us, um, you know, when we tell our boys, we the biggest thing we did was make sure they have their identity. Because there's yes. also there's two types of educational process. There's the formal educational process and there's the the um, personal education process. Because yes. there's a lot of educated food running around here. Um, they have degrees, they have the books, and they don't want to listen because they're 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 book smart and they street dumb. Yes. And I'll never forget what my, my father taught me once was you can cross the street and the light is green and still get hit by a car. Well, actually, that was my mom because she had all the common sense. Yeah, that was my mom taught me that because she had all the common sense. Um, but that was very smart. He just didn't have a lot of common sense. He was more book smart. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He he was definitely book smart. He ran education for the entire country. Back then they called it Zaire, and then I guess somebody said, "Oh, I want to call it something else." So, it, it, so to me, education has always been important in terms of yes. its practicality. So I I've agree. always had a practical. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like to. Um, I, you know that I that is that's a that's an intense debate right there. You know, some people feel so passionately against what you said instead of seeing the child's potential and seeing that they may be more uh, of a builder of a mason, which is a vocational exactly. trade, as opposed to you know as you said a doctor earlier. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. I just love what you said. No, 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 no. It's 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 important for folks to understand. It's it's identity, and a lot of kids that we see that we work with, their emotional IQ is messed messed up because their orientation is not aligned with their values and and, and their 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 um their direction. So yeah. you have you end up with all these kids who are confused and they don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we they come to me. Uh, well, they, they first they go to her. They go to the, uh, my wife, and they come out of school. Then they come to me for a job, and <laughs> yeah, we we have interesting um, um, interviews. Um, <laughs> and it's all across it's all across the board, across every spectrum, every background. You know, I've had uh, super rich kids say, "Well, um, I just don't want to work around people." Can I just work in an office and file stuff? And I'm like, so we're just supposed to pay pay you to to be furniture? <laughs> Pretty much. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> but you yeah. know, they're getting a job because 
the parents are worried about them being a functional adult. Who got too late for that? Yes. So it, it, and learning people skills. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mm-hmm. Well, it, yeah, it's just so, you know, it's, you know, they, they lack, lack an identity. Or some kids, their identity is their parent. And it's, yes. it's, but it, that's been going on for a long time. The the thing that um, we, we try to really help, yeah, people have to be personally responsible for their decisions. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, and <clears throat> you touched on a good point that I even want to bring into the church. And into the Bible, the Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go. Not what you think they should do or become, but the way you see their natural traits and gifts, talents. And I think that within the church that we have failed miserably within that. We think that success is either becoming a successful pastor, preacher of some sort, Mm -hmm. or doctor, lawyer, entertainer, basketball player, or something. And there's so many of us, and, and I've seen within the, the black community, even my nephews who are now fathers, and their dreams have always been about the NFL or NBA. Or, and it's like, dude, you are two, you are five foot nothing, okay? You ain't never going to make this. That's not your gift. <laughs> But you are well, talented in other ways. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Other ways. Yeah. Because folks think success is supposed to be reflective and relative. So yes. people want to be able to say, hey, I contributed to your success. And so now you owe me something. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for me, or remember when I. <laughs> yeah, all of that. <laughs> and unfortunately, for, for in the black community, we still got this crab mm-hmm. mentality thing. Black folk will hate on black folk, but no other reason to make sure they stay with the misery show low company. That's so true. That is so true. true. No, that was good. That was good insight. So everyone who's listening, I'm sorry I get lost sometimes in the conversation, but I want to include you listeners in that, and hopefully you're feeling what what we're putting down right here because this (laughs) – I am. I'm having a really good time right now. And and it is so important to remember that children, including old children, it's never too late, no matter how old you are, to do what you love and to learn that trade and learn what you enjoy doing. And it's, it's never too late, again, to change directions in your industry if you are unhappy and you feel lost. So there there is still hope. Just wanted to say that. <laughs> so <clears throat> you wonderful couple I want to know if you could work I'll start off with uh, Larry I'll start off with Larry right here if you could collaborate on any with anyone on any project who would it be with and why um well like I said what we're working on um one of the things we're working on is there's a guy who's in the aerospace in, uh, in aerospace industry. He's one of the few black aircraft operators, and we're trying to establish a black-owned um, aircraft company that's operating in trans- transporting people in the Southern California area. Um, one of the issues that we're dealing with is um, 
getting the aircraft and getting the um, right places to where we can land because Southern California has such wonderful traffic. And I know people love to listen to podcasts and listen to audiobooks. Yeah. And that's a great yeah. place to do it if you're driving in Southern California on a freeway. But sometimes you got to get there sooner. So we're trying to solve a big problem because, A, we're going to make a lot of money. But, B, uh, it's just going to make things better if transportation is more feasible and yeah. not as four-hour-ish, five-hour-ish, um, uh, yeah. not as, um, you know, um, I don't know. What's the right word? Yeah, we're just trying to make things easier. Congestion. Yeah, when Rodney yeah. King would say, "Can't all, can all of us just all get? Can we all just all get along?" He was really talking about traffic, not just relationships. Yes, you got that right. <laughs> that is so true, Doctor Phoenicia. Where, where, if you could collaborate on a project with anyone, who would it be and why? I would like to collaborate. Um, there. Uh, a podcast or some guys that we listen to uh, their market Mondays um, earn your leisure guys shout out to Troy and Rashad and Ian in New York we haven't met them personally but hopefully one day you know we will but we listen to them um, every week but before they got started with their podcast Troy and Rashad was in the school teaching financial literacy um, because Troy was a, a teacher in New York City, and so they started teaching uh, financial literacy to the to the students mm-hmm. at his school and uh, coming up with financial curriculum because Rashad was a financial advisor and their best friend. And so I would like to see, collaborate with them on the type of curriculum they were able to develop and to see how those that curriculum can be taught in the schools here in the LAUSD um, district. Okay. Wow, that's beautiful. All right, yeah, those who are listening, if you know somebody who knows, then bring them on. If you're here now, I'm just trying to plug. If you know somebody who knows somebody, you heard it here. <laughs> right here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right. If anybody knows, I want to say anybody know the EOL guys. Uh, Tell them, uh, think big, looking for them. <laughs> That's right. That's so true. All right. Um, I want to ask, um, obviously, you, you, both of you are very passionate about think big educational services and trying to spread education to, to the community. I, I want to ask you this question, but to me it's super-duper obvious. <laughs> what would you say your greatest <laughs> passions and convictions are? I'll start with you, Larry. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely, um, you know, and I think a passion is what keeps you up at night, what keeps your heart turning, what keeps you um, going. And flat out, it's just education. And I'm not talking about just academics. Yeah. I'm talking about just the knowledge of knowing important information that can help you and where you're not ignorant to the fact, you know, because yeah. nobody told told you how, you know, so for example, like how to buy a how to buy a property or something. You know. Yeah. We're not taught these types of things or taught that ownership 
is key to ge- building generational wealth. So yeah. just education, um, just all around. I just get excited talking about different different topics and just sharing the knowledge with people and executing, not just filling your brain, you know, with different information, but mm-hmm. having an action plan with it. Yes, useful information. And like you said, uh, action plan. You can't get better than that. Mm-hmm. Larry, what would you say your deepest, uh, your greatest passion and conviction would be? Um, growth. Um, personal growth, intellectual growth, um, growth um, within the group context, and um, just, 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 just re- reveal, revealing people's um, potential, getting it yeah. from a dormant state to an active state. Um, yeah. I think one of the biggest things we get is because we have so many different clients. We um. There's so many different clients. It 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 it's it's so remarkable and rewarding to see them come to us and say, "I would have never achieved this if you guys hadn't helped us out." Mm-hmm. Um, hey, my book sales went up. Oh, we were able to. I was able to finish a book. I was had problems finishing the book. Um, there was a a client that had a a, a woman's uh, uh, testimonies about eight or nine women mm-hmm. testimonies. It took them a year to get completed, and when they came to us, we helped them be able to finish that project and things like that. Um, you know, getting people to to accomplish their goals and achieve dreams—that's yeah. that's, that, that's definitely it's empowering. Yes, it is. I agree with that. Amen. What do you What do you both want people to know most about your business? Big, big educational services. Say it again. We want them to know that we're genuinely, we genuinely want to be of service to people. I mean, just our backgrounds as um, public servants. I'm a teacher, educator. Larry works through the county parks and recreation, serving the community in various ways like that. We just genuinely want to help others, you know, yes. and don't like seeing people struggle when they don't have to. Because people struggling because they don't know there's other options or there's there's other ways, you know, not to just yes. be on survival mode but to thrive. Yes. And trust me, Amen. we've had moments where we, you know, were, you know, on that struggle bus. <laughs> And, you yeah. know, not not that we were right, but um, not. It, it's just helping others just brings out the best, and just seeing yeah. people living a prosperous life, even when we're and going. Thank God you're not there anymore. Got to say that. Glad you're not there anymore in that struggle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you know what you're talking you know, about. It took us a while to get to where we are. Years you know, to get to where we are right now. But it was because we didn't have the proper knowledge to execute the things that was already in our hands to do Mm. until we started listening to other podcasts and, you know, just gathering the information. So, and then executing is the key. Yeah. 
You can't just listen like the word of God said. You can't just be a hearer of the word. You have to be a doer of the word, right? You have to be a doer. So even That's right. Anything, you have to put action because God operates on faith. We have to put that uh, put faith to action. That's right. Faith without works is dead. <laughs> dead. That's right. Head on arrival. <laughs> That's right. So, Larry, tell us. Where can everyone find you all on social media? We are, we have an Instagram page, uh, Think Big ED Services. We also have a Facebook page, and we have our website, which is www.thinkbigedservices.com. .org, all one word, no spaces, and you don't have to capitalize anything. Um, you got to make sure to think big ED services. If you just do think big, you're going to get some weird stuff, you're going to get a power company. I don't know if you need <laughs> power. But for us, it's thinkbigedservices.org. All right. You all heard it here first. And you all are a nonprofit, right? No, we're a Do y'all profit. take oh, Okay. I was wondering if you take took donations. So I was gonna try to send folks your way for for whatever. But anyway, <laughs> you you all sorry, go ahead. No, we can take a donation. We'll call it something else. We'll call it a consulting fee. Yeah, we'll call it a consulting fee. <laughs> we ain't gonna pass no money. We'll be creative I, with how we word it. I, I heard that. Y'all, they're doing great work. They're doing great work in the community. They really practice what they preach. They are not scam artists. They're not talking just to be talking. They have walked the walk. They have lived this, as you heard. They have lived this from personal experience, and they really do spend a lot of their time helping other people. So you all really dig into your pockets, look them up on social media, they are not hard to find. If it touches your heart, so to give to the next generation for education services that you've heard about, reading, math, and learning how that the vital skills that make us us, this is what this company does, and especially for black and brown children. So so think big, everyone, and, and give bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to say a, a special plug. I wanted to thank both of you for coming on today and allowing me to take up a good 30 minutes of your time of your evening <laughs> today. Uh, because thank this has you. really been this has been wonderful, and uh, it's, it's my thank pleasure. You for and me. and you all be sure to check out. Think Big Educational Services. They have their own website. They're with Pyromedia Network, but they are also here a part of the Bulletin Flight Radio family. They come on every Thursday. Be sure to check them out. It's perfect lunch break. Uh, it's a good podcast for, for lunch break. Trust me, it's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So, again, thank you, everyone, and stay tuned. What, they're, what we're going to share next, is Larry and Dr. Tanisha's most inspirational songs. They're going to share with us a few of their most inspirational songs. So 
hang tight. Don't go nowhere. Call your mama now. Let them know we're about to have a good time. Call <laughs> your mama now. All right. <laughs> That's right. All right, you guys, hang tight. 